it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Hello, Hoosier fans, and happy 2023. This is the first episode of the Often Daunted podcast for the year 2023. Uh, Thanks for joining me, Berg White. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment, uh, stop, and uh, just kind of observe where our team's at this point in the season. With Big Ten play about to start, I figured it's a good time to uh, reflect where we're at, see where we're at with like uh, where we thought we'd be with our expectations. And uh, just talk about the season as a whole a bit, um, what we've done, and what we can expect from here moving forward. Um, yeah, before I dig into it, uh, again, uh, feel free to reach out to the show at flyoverwire at gmail.com or give me a read at flyoverwire.com. Uh, there was a little break for uh, posting both on the website and these podcasts, so I do appreciate all your patience, but uh we're back at it now that the season should be ramping up again here with our uh, tip-off against Iowa. So uh, give me a follow on Twitter, or uh, yeah, just give me a read. So uh, let's dig into it. All right, so we find ourselves currently sitting at 10-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in Big Ten play. I mean, the overall state, where we're at right now, feels like we've seen all the tools that like uh, all this team had the hype for. All the tools are there. It's just been an overall letdown in the uh, performance, not the performances brought, just the attitude brought, the uh, mental, the uh, emotion brought into each game by these Hoosiers so far. Um, Trace has has exhibited all the skills of an All-American to the fullest extent. Like, he has straight up dominated some games. That triple-double game made him a truly historic Hoosier. But with this break that the Hoosiers got in this schedule... I just really, really hope that this has done well to get them right. And I mean, uh, it seems to be just a mentality thing in this team right now. The talent is there. Indiana's emotion just needs to find its footing. And just going through the inadequacies of our roster that have popped up so far, I think it's fair to say that the most consistent um, rebuttal by those not convinced that Mike Woodson is making the right coaching decisions not me. I love that guy. I will follow him into war any day. He's our guy in my book. Until he proves by all doubt that he isn't. He's our guy. But those could say that he hasn't made the adjustments necessary. He hasn't uh, been able to adapt to what uh, the opposition's presenting him. I will say that Kennesaw State game, while it is Kennesaw State and needs to be taken for what it's worth, the the Indiana Hoosiers coaching staff showed showed adjustments in that we got smaller and we were able to outgun them. We we decided to yeah let's go let's go shoot shot for shot with them because we can beat them because we got shooting this year now. I I really hope that 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 game went a long way in just uh, making the coaching comfortable in their decisions. Adjustments are always going to be necessary. Um, good to see that Coach Woodson um, made the correct ones for that Kennesaw State game to where we were able to pull away. Again, that is that is the go-to for all the Woodson haters that would be out there. But but he showed it. 
he showed it in Kennesaw State, and I really hope that this week just made them kind of settle, settle in their comfort with the decisions they're making. It's a comfort in the confidence of them. Games like that pay, pay it off. That's how you build confidence. I mean, apart from the necessary adjustments made by the opposition, uh, I mean, just making the adjustments to counter those looks, Indiana's coaching's, I mean, in this year so far, the coaching staff's major thing has, major issue has been uh, just the inability to get this team up and ready to go on the biggest stages. It's it's sad. It's it's downright, it's downright pathetic, the attitude that this team can come with these games that should have so much emotional weight. I mean, just ready to erupt. How are these guys not powder kegs for Kansas? That That is a problem. I love Mike Woodson to death. I love everything he's doing with this program. But he needs to be able to instill some kind of emotion for these guys to get up for these games that, I mean, anybody, if you if you don't have a pulse, maybe you don't get up for these. But anybody with a pulse should be up and ready to go for these Arizona games, these Kansas games. The game to stop a six-game losing streak in the rack, or a six-game Rutgers, yeah, losing streak, you figured you'd get up for that. Like, we need that. We need that now. We need that in March. Like, I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm not paid to make those decisions. Coach Woodson and his staff are, and here's hoping that this week went a long way and uh, finding the right solutions. Uh, I, d- I have liked being able to see different court combos. Uh, with the with Xavier going down, we're going to need to see what what's going to work for us in that backcourt. Um, I I really enjoyed this break. I it's it's nice to have this break in the schedule because this Indiana team does need a long look in the mirror. They have all the skill. It's just a matter of uh, bringing it consistently, bringing an attitude consistently. <clears throat> If this coaching team can figure that out, this this team, even without Xavier, this team, this team's potential is limitless. And yes, that may be of a biased opinion, but you're listening to an Indiana Hoosier fanboys podcast. Like this is it's what it is. All right, in the year 2022, I mean, at the end of it, we find ourselves here with uh, Trace Jackson Davis not having played those last two games on uh, precautionary measures. And this needs to be the year that he just figures it out. He has all the he has the ability to take over games, even distributing from the post. I don't know what it's going to take for him to realize that. Um re- I mean, yeah, it's what is it going to take for him to realize what all of us Indiana Hoosier fans know? Dude, go out there with an attitude and swagger and dominate these games. You're the All-American. You're the All-American. You dominated Baycott. Yeah, sure, if he was injured, whatever. Apparently, you're. yeah, Trace is injured too. Go out there and dominate games. It's ridiculous, man. The attitude problem, start, it, it, it's the coaching, but it's Trace needs to embody that coach, the coaching, the coach, the attitude the coaches want to set forth, like, it's his job to be the lighthouse that the rest of the team can look to to uh, set the tone and just embody him. Like, his attitude needs to spill out onto the court in his performance and bleed into the game of the others. You all see it. The best games he has are when he's coming out from the jump with emotion. 
I mean, I feel for the kid if he's going, if something's up. But he has all the game to dominate anyone he's coming across. And it's about time he does it. We need it. We need it if if this Indiana team's going to do anything in March. And with how just freaking annoying these Purdue fans are getting, I really need that to be the case. Like, we need to do something. And, and yes, I uh, com- comparison is like, yeah, it's the worst, but that's, that's what it is. We need to do better than Purdue. <laughs> and it has to start with Trace. This long break might be just what the doctor ordered for him to come right come out and just dominate the Big Ten here moving forward. I have to believe that that can be the case for this Indiana team to have a chance. Like we, I, I, Banner Six is still on the table for this guy. Like In my mind, it's, it's, it's right up there. It's a very real possibility, guys. We still have all the talent, and we're finding shooting that we didn't have. Shooting that we all thought might show up, but it, it's, it's coming in spades. Tamar and Miller are, and Trey. Trey was our worst shooter last year, and he's turning it around. But all of those skills don't mean squat if they aren't being fueled by an emotion, by an attitude, by a identity. And it's time for Trace to set that. Because he's not going to have many more years to do so. Unfortunately, it looks like after Xavier Johnson's uh, foot surgery, he'll be out for the season. While, while while many people on the outside looking in could see that, at, like your senior guard going down as like a season-ending injury. I, I can't believe that that's the case with Xavier. I, I love his game so much. I mean, all last year he had to do so much shouldering when our team would just, again, an attitude thing where they would hit a cold streak and just live in it, just sit in it. Xavier's atti- Xavier brings attitude to the court, and I respect the hell out of him for that. For better or worse, he's bringing 130% going 70 miles per hour. I love the attitude. If he could focus it, that guy's going to be dangerous. But but with, with all the shooting that's being found with Tamar, with Trey, I mean, even, I'm talking out of my butt, but even CJ Gunn, like, I think he could step up and get some minutes down the line. He brings an explosive attitude that our team desperately needs. <clears throat> while while everyone else can think this is it for Indiana with Xavier going down, like we you you have to have confidence that this Indiana team's still very much in contention. Yes, I mean Xavier's minutes are up in the air, but now they're being grabbed by Tamar, who desperately needs more minutes. They're being uh, subsidized by Trey, who I I I, I respectfully uh, have confidence in to uh, subsidize subsidize those minutes well. And, I mean, that just means Jalen has to shoulder more of the responsibility in the year 2023. He was already asked to do a lot as the uh, as every bit of the bill of goods we were sold on. He's lived up to it. Now he has to live up to even more than that. I have confidence that he can. I mean, he wants to play in the biggest show in the world. The NBA, man. He's going to have to get some strong shoulders because he's going to be shouldering a lot of the load for the season moving forward. But I believe he can do it. He's built for it. I mean, his game's evolving each each day. Each day you see him getting more comfortable distributing, cutting, and it, it's awesome to see. 
He's becoming a more total player each game. And we need it. We desperately need it now. If if this Indiana team is going to get Banner 6, Jalen hood Shavino is going to be an Indiana legend. Like, I mean, because he will be responsible for a large portion of it. Everyone said before we go as Jalen hood Shavino goes. That wasn't the case before. We desperately need him now. Like, <laughs> we, we can't afford him missing games now. Again, this was such a great break scheduled in the middle of the season, like getting us ready for the Big Ten. Our boys are rested up. Our boys are iced up. This is a good look by the coaching staff to have thrown this in or the AD, whoever is responsible for the scheduling. Just going down the line for uh, how other guys are looking here in 2023 at the cusp of 2023. Miller Cop has stepped up and begun delivering every bit of the veteran presence we thought we were getting with him right out of Northwestern. His 2023 is a lot better than his 2022. And and it's awesome to see. It's coming around. He he is fully he is fully Miller Cop now. He, this is every every bit of the Miller Cop that we thought we were getting last year. And for those of you who are who think Miller Cop's on a hot streak entering twenty twenty three, and this is bound to go down. No, this last year was the oddity. Last year was the anomaly. This year is the norm. Miller sinks threes. That's what he does. He spots up and drains it. It's awesome to see it finally happening because we desperately needed it last year and we desperately need it this year. I mean, his his attitude is different. You see him. He's calm, cold, collected. He's calculated. The game's coming to him it's far better than it did last year. You can say whatever about our offensive woes, but even at our worst, like Miller wasn't finding his shots like he is now. This team is trending in the right direction, and we are going to be strong entering Big Ten play. I'm confident in this squad. I am hopelessly optimistic in most things, even more so for about the Indiana Hoosiers, but with with just the way Miller's playing, his veteran presence alone, I mean, he he isn't letting anyone down. He He is, it's great to see. He, he, it's not an, he's, he, cause he, he isn't the star of the team. We don't need him to be dunking and screaming. We don't need him to be bringing that attitude. We need him to bring the silent assassin attitude. The lone stalker on the wing. I love it. He's bringing it in spades. It's awesome. I mean, he, his, his, him stepping up has come right in tandem with Tamar stepping up. We all knew Tamar was due for a big season um, in his development, but nobody had any business asking him asking this of him. He's becoming our most consistent offensive player. And I said it in the last episode, but I, I keep asking myself, how, how, how do we justify having our best offensive player coming off the bench? I mean, I love having him as the dagger under the cloak. I said it again. Yes. I love having him under there, just coming off the bench and just killing teams, just gutting them when they think they're getting a break. But, man, it's getting harder and harder to justify the fact that our best offensive player is coming off the bench. His development has been the brightest spot of this season. 
He's taking his game to another level, and the Indiana fans should be over the moon about it. Because we thought we were going to be having a dominant season. We thought we thought all this hype was going into this season. But that wasn't expecting Tamar to be doing this. The reason we're, we're here, we're still fighting, is because Tamar is overproducing. Because he's doing so much more than we expected of him. Tamar had a, Tamar's having a big, big, big year entering 2023. This is his breakout. But but I don't want him to be settled with that. I want him to make more of it. I want this to be one of his iconic seasons. Don't just make it a don't just make it a you're you're entering the scene. Come out and own it. And if that means him getting in the starting rotation, Mike, it might be time. Going down the line, I wanted to touch on race a bit. Reese Thompson, veteran presence, of course. I mean, I just keep saying that about all these older guys, but you really see the stat lines he could be putting up when uh, Trace is off the court. You have seen him just take over some of those games. Unfortunately, it is it is because his his attitude, his emotion, he does bring emotion to the court. Like he he is able to out hustle opponents when he wants to. He's the scrap god. That's how he gets it done. That's how he makes a difference when Trace is on the court and dominating most of the interior possessions. Unfortunately, I mean, when he has the smaller guy on him, I saw it several times in Kennesaw State. He doesn't look to just back them down and dominate them. You would want you would want uh, Indiana the Indiana front court should just be salivating at the some of the mismatches that uh, race was presented with. Like he had like eight inches on some of these guys, eight inches and probably fifty pounds. Race is a scrap god. He hustles his butt off when when the emotion's there. But man, you want to see him get to this point in his career and just look to exploit those mismatches. Look to look to dominate the opposition with the attitude that he'll just just fly to the ground for a rebound for. Again, that's that's just mentality. It's just a matter of turning that on because he's got it. He's got it. It's just turning it on. I'm not trying to sound preachy. I'm race is the man. Like he he's the man. His his overall arc at Indiana just it's it's awesome to see the player he's become. So yes, I'm gonna end all these with something awesome about the person. Race is great. He's awesome. Now we can uh, go through the rotation a little bit more. I'm I am throwing Tamar in the starting guys because he deserves it. Uh Trey Galloway. I mean his like I said before, his he has turned his three point around so incredibly that it should be the subject of a YouTube series that would help kids develop their three-point shooting because he has been able to switch his chest shot, which is just the death of every three-point shooter. And he's been able to get it to that high release point where he has the uniform uh, arm behind the ball, pushing the ball, uniform direction, uniform release, much more repeatable shot, higher arch, it's just, it's all working for him. After sporting Indiana's worst percentage beyond three, he's sporting one of the best now. He, It's incredible. I mean, and you see, you, every game he's taking a leap in his ball handling. And we need it now that Xavier's out. Because Trey will have to munch plenty of minutes for Indiana's backcourt. But, I mean, the, the Trey entering 2023 is the greatest Trey Indiana's had yet. 
I promise you that. And it, it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see his game coming to fruition. I said that right. And I'm, I mean, I'm ready to see him just take 2023 by the balls and just own it. He's a, he's a transition demon. And his defense is just relentless. I, I love Trey's game. Again, it is every all of the pieces of this team are so impressive, so awesome. Our depth is awesome. It's just the attitudes. It's just the emotion in the big moments, the uh, will. <laughs> it's a matter of will. It's so dumb, but it's crazy. Jordan Geronimo has been a it has been an interesting uh, case in 2022. I mean, he started that season, he started this season just a blaze, just showing off his development and his ball handling, his ability to uh, attack the rim from the outside a little more. And he was showing off some of the range. He was willing to take the outside shots far more often. He still he was still just showing off his skills as just the putback god. But in order to get those those larger minutes in those big games, we need it. I mean, he's we don't know if he's a true three or four. He needs to work on the perimeter if he's we need him to be more explosive offensively if we want him to get these minutes but he he showed it in those first few games after that finger injury um yeah I mean it's just been a rough skid here in December gotta hope we can figure it out because Jordan Jordan's athleticism is just awesome he I think he's one of the most exciting if not the most exciting player to watch just because he might leap out of the gym at any moment any Indiana three is at risk of just being thrown through the bottom of the floor after he puts it back. I I really hope this break did him well to uh, have the mentality to let the game come to him a bit more um, and look to look to expand that game. I mean, uh, we need to we need him to get that shot. He doesn't have to be tomorrow, but. Dang, if he could be bruising like that and then also just have a nice little mid-range. Ooh, chef's kiss. Now Malik. Malik Malik. Malik Renault is a phenomenal basketball player. If you have anything else to say, I will slap you upside the head. Kid's a stud. Kid's a freaking nature athlete with so much fundamental talent. It's embarrassing to, I mean, it's it. Kid's a freaking nature athlete with so much fundamental talent. And just game IQ. That these last last few games have been tough to watch. I mean, the, these are the growing pains that everyone expected to see with Malik because he was expected to have him. He has he has the talent to become an NBA presence, but it, it needed it took the growing pains of playing these big bodies day in and day out. Again, this break. I, I I love the scheduling of it because I hope that he can just take this and just I mean harden 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 yourself man embolden because he's 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 a stud he is a freaking nature athlete and he should be the best big man off the court in the country or off the bench he has all the talent too again it's just again a broken record. Just a mentality thing. He'll figure it out. He will figure this out. because, And then he'll be a staple of the Indiana team moving forward. But I still believe that he's going to be contributing in March 2023, if you ask me. We'll need him to. The Indiana defense is still one of the most just battle-hardened in the country, you guys. When they're bringing it, they are just 
dead. They are they're relentless. It is an it is the attitude thing because when we are bringing that emotion, when Trace is like screaming after a timeout, that's when we're winning the battle at the boards. That's when that's when Indiana is performing at its highest. When the, when the defense is the identity. When we're playing through that. Because if we can play with the same defensive identity that this team had last year, with the shooting that we're finding this year, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem for everybody. I think they can do it in 2023. I can't be the only one. This this team has put so much good basketball on tape. I mean, the the skills are just... They're enough to make a grown Indiana Hoosier fan cry because you just know what this team could be. You know how dominant they could be right now. You know what they could be doing to these squads. I just really hope they figure it out. <laughs> it's crazy. Man, I just hope they figure out just how dominant they could be because they, this Indiana team, don't get it twisted, you guys. We are still one of the most talented teams in the country. We still have so much veteran presence. But man, if there's no fight, no piss and vinegar in that veteran presence, what are we going to be able to do? We need to find it here. We need to find it, and we need to use it in full force in the year 2023. I believe we can. But then again, what do I know? All right, so usually after a post game, I would have like the show Walter Fish of the game where I would award the uh, best player um, of that game, the show Walter Fish. Of course, I don't have anything to give them. I just say it over the microphone. But this episode, I just have a few little awards to just give out at this midpoint of the season. Not not awards, just accolades. Like uh, comeback kid of the year so far. I mean, who else could it go to? Comeback kid of the year, Miller Cop. He's finding his old game, and he's finding a new, like a new level of it. He he's the coldest man on the court right now. Do not leave him open because he's going to embarrass you for it. My uh, fraud of the year so far, fraud of the year so far, goes to backs. Indiana backs. Backs have been frauds. We need, we need, we need, we need our stars in the game. Backs can go to hell for that. Most improved. I'm gonna go one uh, a. Yeah, most improved. Tamar Bates and Trey Galloway. I mean, Tamar Bates, obviously, most improved. This guy is just taking it to a new level. He's giving us so much more offense than we have any business asking for, and his reliability has just become... He is consistent now. He is producing consistently. It's awesome. Trey, he is having to munch massive minutes now that Xavier went down. He was before when he was already stepping up into the starting lineup with injuries to Jalen. And we're going to need him to continue improving for this Indiana team to uh, continue improving like the best teams do on their way to March. My spotlight on a big 2023. I'm highlighting this guy, Malik. Malik, it's your year, man. You're coming out of this break on fire, buddy. New year, wash away that skid. Let's go out there and show the Big Ten what's up. Let's show them this frosh has some game. Spotlight on 2023, Malik Renault. Lastly, just MVP of this season so far. Hell, I'm going to go with Tamar Bates. 
Tamar Bates has been the season, the MVP in my mind so far this season. Just because he's he's living up to expectations, he's he's living past them. He's not a, he's not content. That's all you want. You want these guys not to be content. You want them to be relentless, wanting more. And Tamar Tamar's showing that, and it's great to see. Attitude, the kids bringing it, and uh, so yeah. For, so for my choice, he's MVP of the year so far. Yeah, show Walter Fish of the year so far. All right, so. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the Big Ten. Here we are uh, entering 2023, just uh, where a few of the other teams find themselves. So here we go. All right, Northwestern's defense has been second best in the Big Ten. I mean, they, they're, they're impressive. I mean, it, watching them compared to what everyone thought they were going to be. They haven't played in many top quadrant squads yet, now, uh, but now that we're entering the Big Ten season, I can't see that that's going to be an issue. <laughs> They're going to have plenty of opportunities to test themselves now that we're getting kicked off. Uh, and I'm just going to be whipping around this, guys. I, I don't watch any of these other teams. I'm just a Hoosier fan, okay? Other than that, I have a 40-hour job and two kids and a wife. So, I, I mean, I got stuff to do. Just whipping around. Michigan has sucked. Am I right? <laughs> They they just beat Central Michigan by two points in Ann Arbor. Jace Howard was talking about it. He said that's why it hurts so much right now because you know what you're capable of and you know what the team is capable of, but not seeing it is very frustrating. I feel like the whole team is going to embrace it, and they have to embrace it. Uh, Michigan is playing below their talent right now. And, I mean, to an extent, I feel, I feel that. To an extent, I feel that. I feel like the some of our parts don't equal... Don't yeah, we don't equal the sum of our parts right now. It's just a matter of coercion, a matter of attitude, a matter of team identity. Michigan seems to be having some of those woes, only to a far greater extent than us, you guys. I promise you we are just fine. I wrote Minnesota. Stinker. So there's your Minnesota breakdown. Rutgers should be two and zero in the Big Ten play. Um Steve Peichel is just one of the best coaches out there, man. You just the way he has those guys every game. He has the 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 just mid mids. Their players are mids. He has them just playing their asses off game in and game out. He's a great coach. They should be 2-0 because Ohio State cheated on that final three-point shot. It's bull crap. That's what you get. You get you get uh, Georgia coming back and whooping you. Uh, Michigan State seems to be trending more towards uh, where they were expected to be following just that crazy start to the season they had. Well, that was that was something, wasn't it? I mean, of course, it is Michigan State, so come March, I don't want to play them. I don't want to see them in the tournament. Penn State, I mean, Jalen Pickett has just been amazing. I have seen some of his highlights. They live and die by him, but, I mean, there are worse players to live and die by. It's actually pretty great for their fan base that they have something to look forward to. Wisconsin, so far this season, has continued to do Wisconsin things like go 9-2 and two and just sneak into the rank, rank 15. They just continue to surprise by continuously reloading with just the same type of guys who buy into the program, the, the program mentality. Like, yeah, it might take you a few years, but you'll, you'll play, and you'll play our brand of basketball. Served them well. 
that being said, I don't know how many titles it's going to get you. I think Purdue's starting to play that same ball. I mean, they, they continue to play like the top dog in the Big Ten. Purdue does. But they, they will not be number one ranked forever, you guys. That, that that will come to an end because nobody stays number one in the Big Ten. It's an inevitability. I am inevitable. Thanos snap number one in the Big Ten. You're poo. You're ash. Ohio State is sitting at 9-3. and three. Bryce Sensible is, I mean, just lighting it up for them, earning back-to-back uh, freshman uh, Big Ten player of the week's. Maryland, uh, they they started hot, but uh, have dropped three of their last four, and they've slipped out of the top twenty-five. All in all, you guys, people be getting beat out in these streets. People be losing. We're all right. It's just a matter of getting us geared up to play our best ball in March. That's all that matters. I'm no. We talking about Big Ten titles? Yeah, that would be nice. A Big Ten title would be great. But we talking about Big Ten titles? We talking about Big Ten titles? Allen Iverson meme. Verbal meme for you. The banner is everything. It's about getting ready for banner six. We need to gear up. We need to reload. We need to have an attitude with this break we got to set 2023 ablaze. It's the year of the Hoosier. Here we go, you guys. Get pumped. It's going to take an attitude adjustment. And if it's a, if it's the fans bringing it onto the court for the Hoosiers, that's what we need. At these away games, man, that's, I mean, I'm, maybe that's what we're doing. <laughs> Seems to be at these away games that they're having the issue. We need to travel better, I guess. <laughs> All right, Hoosier fans. So get ready to spend lots of money on your travel plans because uh, we really need to get to these games and bring an attitude for these boys. That was just a little whip around the Big Ten. Um, yeah. So, hey, this was a longer episode. Uh, I'm hoping to get around here after a while. I'm I'm feeling a little more comfortable on the microphone. I appreciate you guys for giving the Often Daunted podcast with me, Burke White, a listen. Uh, I'm posting after every single game, and uh, I'll be posting just uh, a few of these ones, just talking about the state of the team here from time to time. Uh, if you like what you heard, give me a read on flyoverwire.com. I post there pretty much daily. I have taken a break for the holiday, but uh, I, mean, I hope everyone understands who didn't. Uh, if you like what you heard again, uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast. It really helps me out. I'm having so much fun getting this going, but if you feel like you have anything you can contribute to the show to help me out, help me, uh, there's growing pains into this, but it, I mean, it, I feel like it's getting better each time. So, uh, if you have anything you can contribute, feel free to reach out to me at flyoverwire.com. No, at flyoverwire at gmail.com flyoverwire at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at FlyOverWire. And, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great 2023 Hoosier fans. It's the year of the Hoosier. Let's go.